Welcome to Faked, an original podcast highlighting the underground world of counterfeit illegal items around the world and how to spot them. Whether you're traveling the world or buying online, Faked will be your guide. With your host, Joseph Rowan, you'll explore the many ways counterfeiters can pull off disguising everyday consumer items as the genuine good. Welcome to Faked, guys. If this is your first time here, welcome. We... Basically, what faked is, is we talk about counterfeit things from around the world, as you could just tell from that introduction, but I wanted to give you a personal one here. We go through a bunch of different things. We go through scams. We go through um, maybe just a history of some stuff that's crazy, um, but like con men, scams, all that stuff. But um, this particular episode is all about fake black pepper, something I didn't know we were going to ever talk about because it seems like something that doesn't warrant being faked, but... To follow our rules, anything that can be faked will be faked. And since black pepper is a thing that can be faked, somebody has faked it. And we're going to talk about it. So first off, um, kind of the format we go through here is to always talk about the history. What gives it value? What gives it its meaning to be faked? Um, You know, everything that has to have, everything that's going to be faked is going to have value to it because there's no point in doing it. I guess, you know, it's all about the... All about the money here, uh, which ironically we've talked about, or coincident, coincidentally, I guess, we've talked about fake money. So um, you can also check that out in one of my recent episodes um, from a while ago. I think we did fake money, um, and we talked about coins, all that kind of stuff. So, but, but, you know, this one's all about black pepper, so let's go into it. Okay, the history of it is we all know about black pepper. We all have had black pepper, um, whether it's on our tabletop uh, when we get one of those cool little, I don't know, self-crushing ones where you can just kind of twist it and it, you know, grinds the pepper for you. That's cool. Those are actual pepper corns. Um, and a lot of the pepper that we get that's already been ground up. Now, we all know that it's not 100% black pepper. That comes with some fillers in it. But that's not what we're talking about because that's pretty, we're pretty aware of that. You know, they're a dollar and, um, you know, it's got some other stuff and it. it's not always just black pepper. It's a dollar. So black pepper, um, you know, is not grown in America. It's grown elsewhere. So it's important. It's grown. Um, we'll talk about this. We'll, we'll actually go into that. So what the heck is the history of black pepper? Why are people faking it? What kind of significance does it have? Let's talk about it. All right. So what is Piper Nigrum is what it's called. P-I-P-E-R-N-I-G-R-U-M. We will be calling it black pepper. We're not going to call it Piper Nigrum. That's, I don't know. Just not a, and we're not going to go Latin on this. Okay, so it's more commonly known as black pepper plant. So everyone, um, I don't know, you know, it's the the whole black pepper or salt because that's what we're all so familiar with. Um, some people consider this the better duo of that. I don't believe that to be true. I think they both have their great place. Um, you know, salt's great, pepper's good, but um, salt I don't believe is as faked because. It's really hard to do that. There are um, significant alternatives to salt um, where you can talk about uh, citric acid, you can talk about vinegar, you can talk about um, lemon, you can talk about anything that's going to be like a saline replace to it. So anyways, talk to pepper. Okay. Pepper is the most common spice in the world. Okay. So the peppercorn is actually the fruit of the plant and depending on when when it's harvested, processed and dried... It can produce black, green, or white peppercorns. Okay, so some people mistakenly group pink peppercorns in there, but pink peppercorns originating in Peru actually have no relation 
and they only bear a spherical and culinary resemblance, and it's an easy mistake to make. So if you're thinking over here, pink is in the same family as black, you would be wrong, I would be wrong, we all would be wrong, because who would have known that? But now we know. Okay, so today, global black pepper consumption is estimated to be about 400,000 tons per year and is increasing steadily. Okay, people are falling more and more in love with the black pepper. Okay, so that's kind of cool. Um, apparently, people, are, you know, it's going up because I think our population's going up. That's probably what it is, is, uh, yeah, it probably just has to do with the population growing and more people are becoming accustomed to it um, and probably just more widely available. So let's talk about where does pepper come from, okay? So black pepper belongs to the, oh God, uh, the Piperaceae family and is a climbing vine indigenous to the Malabar coast of India. So um, today, however, Vietnam has made huge efforts to become the largest producer of pepper and is responsible for almost one-third of the total pepper production worldwide. So thanks, Vietnam, you've got the goods coming. So it seems like it was pretty much captive in India, um, which is actually where most of the fake stuff is. So we'll talk about that. I don't think a lot of the fake stuff's going to be finding their way in here, but this could be valuable if, you're, let's say, you're visiting India and you want some of that spicy black peppercorn of India and you go to a market and suddenly you come out with a fake. So this will kind of teach you to overcome that and come home with the authentic stuff. Okay, so let's talk about India, Brazil, and Indonesia produce the remaining two-thirds after Vietnam. Okay, so and then um, yeah, obviously people can grow them, you know, um, domestically, but nothing's even comparing to these areas. Um, so let's talk about uh, the history of, okay, so did pepper lead Europeans to the Americas? So pepper may be the one spice that had the biggest impact on shaping the world. Hmm. I feel like they need to do like a documentary on this. Or maybe they do have one. Maybe I'll look that up. Because that's a pretty that's a pretty grandioso statement that pepper itself shaped the world. Okay, so throughout the Middle Ages and into the Renaissance, Europeans valued pepper so highly that it was often presented as a gift, rent, dowry, bribe, or even to pay taxes. So at some point, and if you don't know what a dowry is, I believe it's just like a gift for a hand in marriage, or you like the woman came with this. So like <laughs> yeah, like when they were what is that? when they were passed on to their husbands, the peppercorns came with it. It wasn't just enough to have a woman. It was like, let me get some of that peppercorn too. So in the 15th century, Christopher Columbus set out with uh, his three ships in order to find a new trade route for the East, uh, East Indies. Um, it was believed that by sailing west, he could then reach the east. Um, so the allure with uh, the East was that the mysterious source of the coveted spice, largely pepper. That's what they, they wanted going going East. Yeah, with the East. They were going West. No, they were sailing West to reach the East. Gotcha. Okay. So at that time, all the spices that, uh, that made it to Europe were con controlled by the cities of Venice and Genoa. So since the early 8th century, the Arabs and the Venetians had an arrangement in which all spices that crossed the Mediterranean Sea would go through the hands of the Venetians. So they were the they were like the gatekeepers for spices. So the Venetians 
they wanted all that goods to themselves. So this monopoly and ability to set the price high is what led to pepper's status as a luxury item in medieval Europe. So even today, there's a Dutch phrase, um, pepper expensive, which refers to an item of exorbitant cost. So if you guys are from Dutch area, I don't know if you're anywhere from there, um, if you've ever heard of the phrase pepper expensive, there we go. That's the history of it. So the Europeans' rising demand and desire for the spice and the Venetians' price gouging was impetus enough for Europe to seek out the more direct route uh, for the desired spices, and they kicked this kicked off the what would be considered the age of discovery. So that's kind of cool. Um, so it looks like the history of it, where people wanted it, Venetians were gouging the price. They said, I want something cheaper, so I'm going to sail the ocean blue, and I'm going to find a other route in order to get this, circumnavigate those Venetians, and give me the pepper. So that's kind of cool. They did uh, invent some trade routes because of pepper. Cool. So, um, yeah, let's talk about the health benefits. Okay, we talk about the monetary value. We talk about how price gouging, people were included with their dowry, all this stuff. But um, let's talk about the health benefits of it. Okay, why do we love it? So the... People um, love pepper because it's like spicy, you know, it spices things up, you know. Um, so people love the pungent flavor and the ability to kind of disguise bland foods, but it also uh, offers medicinal and preservative abilities. So it's been proven as an antibacterial, antimicrobial, and antioxidant property. Uh, the main active uh, alkaloid present in uh, pepper is piperine, uh, P-I-P-E-R-I-N-E, if you want to look that up. It is a chemical compound that is also responsible for pepper's hot taste and health benefits. Okay, so today pepper may not be seen as the status symbol as it once was, um, but it's definitely earned its place on all dinner tables everywhere. Everybody's got pepper and everybody wants it, okay? Okay, so kind of interesting how it has these health benefits. Um, there, There is more, I believe, but uh, it's kind of like... Um, I don't know, hokey stuff. And I just wanted to kind of break it down to the actual chemical compound and you guys can go from there on to look up maybe what some of the health benefits of the pepper is. All right, so since we've talked about the history, how do we identify um, How do we identify real black pepper from fake pep, uh, black pepper? And then what do they use in order to create black pepper that's fake? Because I'm sitting over here thinking, man, pepper itself so cheap. Why would you need to fake it? But... In certain parts of the world, they don't even have access to it, um, or maybe they just don't have like the the best trade in order to get this stuff. So what they're doing is muddling the stuff that does come in, regarding it as black pepper, selling it to people, and uh, some of this stuff's actually harmful. This is why I was saying it was mostly India. So um, let's talk about what makes black pepper fake, okay? So papaya seeds are actually commonly used to make fake black pepper so put the black pepper on a table and press it with your thumb if it breaks then it's a fake that's kind of a cool rhyme to remember so that is a papaya seed but um yeah so there also other people use dried blackberries because it looks very similar so that's another thing is you could put that on the table smoosh it with your finger obviously if you get juice out of it that's gonna be ant fake because there's no juice to black pepper um, but just remember, black pepper on a table, press away your thumb. If it breaks, then it's a fake. That's Papaya seeds are extremely brittle compared to uh, black peppercorns. Okay. So um, tips for spotting fake 
pepper. Okay, so when we're talking about maybe if you're in an Indian market and um, you're like, man, I want some of that black pepper from the source, it's very easy to identify if you're actually looking for it, okay? So we just talked about it, put it on the table. Um, try to crack the black pepper by pressing it with your thumb. In such a situation, the black pepper will break easily. Real black pepper does not break with the pressure of a thumb. It requires grinding. It requires all this different stuff. So what are the disadvantages of eating fake black pepper? Let's talk about this, okay? So there are many health risks of eating fake black pepper. So due to its consumption where there is a risk of burning, itching, rashes on the skin, okay, that's all papaya seeds coming at you. Um, also, you can get stomach ulcers, and um, that is something to do with the papaya as well. Apart from this, I guess, consuming fake black pepper, you can also become a victim of respiratory diseases like asthma. So, kind of interesting. Um, yeah, so how do they make fake black pepper? We talked about what it is. So, according to the Food Safety and Standards Authority, again, this is from India, um, there are many ways to make fake pepper, okay, uh, black pepper. People use um, papaya seeds to make fake black pepper, drying them, and um, it, apparently when you dry them, it looks just like black pepper. Also, their taste is kind of similar to black pepper. So in such a situation, most people are not actually able to detect the real and fake black pepper by tasting it. But we just talked about how there are health, because, you know, you could ask yourself, like, well, hey, if it tastes the same and it's possibly cheaper, why aren't we using that since it's also, a um, you know, like why wouldn't they just call it like dried papaya seeds? You know, if it's if it's similar and there's no health disadvantage, then what's the what's the deal? But apparently, the big deal is the fact that there is a health disadvantage to actually eating these things. Um, you're not really supposed to intend. You're not intended to eat the papaya seeds. So, kind of an interesting way to do it apparently it's a lot cheaper to do so and that's why they do it over um in india and i don't again i don't think we see that a lot here um at least from you know what i could research but uh guys yeah thank you guys for listening to this one if this is your first time i um again i welcome you and i hope you guys head over to my tiktok channel i do a lot of videos so if you're interested in this kind of stuff absolutely head on over there and um i'll usually follow this up with a little video but i also have a bunch of other different things that are fake counterfeit and um just overall interesting uh for you to listen to so guys remember with faked items there are those who produce them those who purchase them and those that listen to this podcast i will see you guys in the next episode bye